people. What's with him? You know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Uh, hey yo, indeed. Mm. It's off the side, boys. Rip skis. Horse mouth, yeah. homie. Yeah. You know? This one feels like it hits harder than others. I'm glad you said that. Um, let me move my mic here for a sec. There we go. Um, I talked about this with a friend of mine. I can't remember the last time something hit me as hard as this since Eddie Guerrero. Mm. Genuinely. Like, I was mm. genuinely upset when I heard this. Or when, when we heard that the, he uh, had three heart attacks after a routine surgery and a bit of... I, I, I think it's because it came out of nowhere. Like, the same with Eddie. Like, yeah. it, because they got themselves clean. Like, yeah. it's, the same, it's kind of the same type of situation. Eddie was fucked and probably had, should have went long before he did. Same yeah. with, with Scott. But then they got themselves clean, got back on the good, good track, and then out of nowhere yeah he That's had a fall it, it's the most old lady story ever he fell got a blood clot usually it's like had a fall went to hospital got pneumonia died you know that's very common enough kind of story he fell the same man that's what six foot seven 300 pounds fell hurt his hip went in for surgery routine surgery is what they say uh blood clot three heart attacks so I'm wondering, is it, is it a harsh thing to say? Did his, did his hard life have anything to do with the blood clot? Oh, definitely. I don't know enough about it. I'd say probably. Yeah. Like you put yourself at much higher risk of those other things with mm. that sort of lifestyle. So is it, is it like a really unlucky situation, but because of his previous, it, it may have been... Like, I mean, he should have been dead 10 years ago. We know this. DDP saved his life. And, oh, man, it's such a kick in the teeth for something 
I don't know. It just, yeah, Nick said it right. It just came out of nowhere. It's very Eddie Guerrero. Very Eddie Guerrero. Plus, when you look at the impact that he's had on the industry as a whole, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that probably wouldn't have happened had he and Nash not made that move when they did. You want to like, play the just, butterfly effect? That's literally it. It was so, <laughs> like, so I think it was someone, it was a BT Sport or one of those accounts tweeted out, you know, what was the biggest near miss or uh, something to that effect. I saw that. And Jimmy Fan tweeted out, if, the, if Hall and Nash never went to WCW. And when you think about that, if they didn't go, then you possibly don't have the NWO. You possibly don't have the Monday Night Wars. You don't have don't the have Attitude DX. Era. DX. DX. Yeah. yeah. So think of all the things that happened as a result of them going to WCW. And, and also... About, sorry, go on. I'll just think about what could have been. You know, we so see how bad the, the rest... <laughs> we see how bad the wrestling has been for the last 15 years. I only imagine that would have been brought forward to yeah. that time because yeah. the Attitude Era, we'll all admit, has been the best era of wrestling just for the pure entertainment value. No yeah, one you get, has been you get as more big like saying it was shit, Vince. Yeah, you get more like saying it's shit. It was terrible. And 10 billion people watching wrestling on a Monday night was a bad thing. Well, let's just say there's a reason there's been more five star matches since AEW has existed than happened during the Attitude Era. But hey, I'm on a payroll. <laughs> Um, classic fits taking the old <laughs> Meltzer bucks um, but the butterfly effect of Vince not being able to afford well he could afford it but things were not great back then business was really down if Vince could have paid Scott Hall what he wanted Kevin Nash doesn't go the end of the, the third man doesn't happen in, in WCW Mm-hmm. Uh, WCW might still be around actually because the NWO wouldn't have poisoned it and that's another <laughs> butterfly effect DX doesn't happen uh, Triple H getting punished that's the biggest one so Triple H you know the, the, the curtain call at Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. with the click and Triple Austin H was due to win push. exactly yeah. exactly Austin 316 does not happen if Scott Hall stays in WWF because Triple H was due to win that King of the Ring yeah. and Triple H got punished for he was the one they couldn't punish Sean uh, Scott and Kevin were leaving. They had to put it on somebody. They put it on Triple H. Austin 316 literally does not happen if Scott Hall stays in WWF. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bananas. Like, Austin 316 and the NWO, the two hottest things in the history of, of wrestling, do not happen. Wild. It's fucking wild. Yeah. It really is. What? Man. Like, imagine, okay, wipe your memory of all of those things happening what's left you know i don't know and talks are saying there you don't think austin 316 would have happened eventually uh maybe uh, the, the idea was that he he had jake the snake that was the whole thing you thump your bible like, and you say your psalms yeah, like it 316 was, it was, wouldn't have come anywhere but i think three, austin's as a austin character would have been, would have yeah, been huge yeah. yeah would have been huge maybe it would have been delayed a few years but the 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 actual phrase and the thing austin 316 would not have worked without jake the snake in that particular it's very much Right place, right time for a lot of this stuff. I mean, yeah. it's everything in wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Really and it's just, is. Man. Man. So I watched uh, the WrestleMania 10 ladder match again on Tuesday night or something, or Wednesday night, whatever it was. It hits the different. ladder match. Oh. Even the ladder itself, it, it's clearly not gimmicked like most ladder matches, which yeah. for obvious reasons, they have to do that because why would you do what Sean and Razor did to themselves in that <laughs> match? <laughs> 
Jordan with the shout out there. WCW doesn't grow. Bret Hart sticks around and manages Bret to Hart. take over Kobe kick. How many more years of him do we get? But by extension, by extension, does that drive Sean away? Um, remember, if, if, if Scott Hall doesn't leave WWF, we get Bret Hart and Kurt Angle. Yeah. Mm. But then that does beg the question. If that never happened, is Bret Hart always right? I mean, Bret's always right. I, anyway. I think yes, because Bret Hart is always <laughs> right. <laughs> the only thing unaffected by the butterfly effect is the fact that Bret Hart is always right. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's wild to think. And also, in terms of the actual business for the workers, um, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash negotiated guaranteed money in WCW. Yeah. That was not a thing before. And now it's everyone gets guaranteed money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they literally had the, the most positive change in the history of wrestling was done by those two lads. Was it Barry Bloom? Was that the, yeah. the sports agent? Yeah. It was, it. Um. And, and Ted Turner, who had too much money, had no idea what he was talking about. There you go. So, Brett doesn't get screwed. That's another huge one. Brett does not screw Brett. You know? Mr. Uh, McMahon. No, Mr. McMahon. Wow. It, it's, it's bananas to think. Absolutely bananas. Uh, Bret Hart. Uh, Bret Hart staying around means a Triple H versus Undertaker is probably worth more than a four out of ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're we, consistent we, they consistently took her wow. for money absolutely they took they took Bischoff for all he was worth was the Austin Pil- hey. Aust- the Austin Pillman stuff was after all of this that was after well, yeah that, w- that was when Austin was on that was 97 yeah so, so, that does, was there, yeah. so does Austin happen like does, I think does, Austin does happens that, either way well, no but I mean does that whole angle happen I should say does all the, the Pillman Austin stuff happen oh no probably because he he played the, he played Austin, WCW to go back yeah yeah Man, I mean, does um, does anyone take a punt on Cody Hall to have a bit of a run? Maybe now. I mean, he's never done anything. That's the sad thing. He did a little bit in in New Japan, but that was it. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's. He was in MLW a bit last year, wasn't he? Oh no, yeah. he, I, I was. No, wasn't something weird where they signed him and then like the same week they released him. Yeah, something yeah. weird like that. He, so, yeah, like, I have a vague recollection of him signing somewhere and being released very quickly. For yeah. some reason, I think it was MLW. So, that kind of tells the tale, right? Which is unfortunate, considering his lineage. Um, but yeah, I watched the latter match again. Hadn't seen it in years. It's so good. It, it, and the thing is, you know, people would say, oh, it gets blown away by the TLCs and the the uh, face of the revolution ladder matches all that sort of stuff very different different times very different for the simplicity and and what it was at the time it's the greatest but the the thing is i look back at it it's it's quite brutal like they're throwing ladder. it was it was a genuine home depot ladder it was there was no gimmick in it it was proper steel like the part where sean threw the ladder at razor's back i mean it's how do you learn to fall off a 20-foot ladder you know it's that kind of thing it's like you you can't Mm -hmm. gimmick that that and they had one ladder they had literally one ladder. Well, it's, like it, it, it's incredible it's easy to take an existing concept and make it different or make it better. But these guys invented this match. Well, and, you know, yeah, to a degree, you know, like it, it just wasn't done Theorized. on the regular in the mainstream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the um, the finish is incredible, and it holds up to this day. They they do the spot where you jump off and you hold your leg out and you you crotch yourself on the top rope, but Sean gets his leg tied up in the rope and that gives mm. Razor the opportunity. To, it's an incredible finish. 
It's yeah. oh, it's so good. But it imagine oh, the matches that they would have had if they kept on the same roster. Yeah, because the two of them were were absolute workhorses. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a revolutionary or revisionist history, just based on this week's events. But I do solemnly think that Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, is one of the best guys to have never won the WWE title. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would say possibly the best personal yeah. opinion. Uh, and again, if someone was to say Piper, I wouldn't argue with them. Yeah, but I'll put them in the same level. Two of them, um, Mr. Perfect, for different True. reasons. True. On the short list. Yeah, I put them and I wouldn't Scott argue with anyone on either of them. Scott Hall and Piper, I think, are neck and neck there. Um, but this is a six foot seven, two hundred and seventy pound, five pound man who didn't work like a six foot seven, two hundred and seventy five no. pound man. <laughs> and looked so small beside Nash. Yeah, it, it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Mm. The land of giants. Uh, uh, killed me. It fucking killed me. I was so upset when I saw that news. Because he knew, when you heard, oh, you see the thing on Twitter, I sent it to you. It was like, Scott Hall had three heart attacks last night. I'm like, well, mm. matter well, of time. That's, that's yeah. Um, Man. Man. He held on as well after it took him off the life support. That's about four hours or so. Crazy. Uh, apparently, the uh, Triple H, Sean, Kevin Nash, and X Pac had a FaceTime or something with him. Mm. I, I wonder how coherent or alive he was at that point. But, man, very sad. It hit me hard, lads, I have to say. I, I was genuinely sad all week over it. Like, it, it, that was my guy, Razor Ramon, you know, when people deride the new generation area, era. But, I, I think like there's a lot of bad characters in there. Understandably, it was terrible with all the bad, like the goon and all those lads. But like you had Razor Ramon, Bret Hart on the ascendancy. Well, on top, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels on yeah, top. Topeka. Me Diesel Vader. A lot of people like that. It was a Yoko. good time. Yokozuna. <laughs> head shrinkers with Jim Cornette. Uh, the the head shrinkers. The head shrinkers are coming back now. We have fucking what's his cunt. Uh, Shrinky. Shanky. What's his cunt? <laughs> Shanky and Veer. <laughs> I like that. What's his cunt? Also, <laughs> the fact that he's remembered for playing Razor Ramon, a Latino character. Scott Hall was not Latino. You know yeah. what the best part is? I looked up, I looked up the phrase Scott Hall cultural appropriation just because I knew <laughs> someone was going to be complaining about it. I knew mm. they would. And I was gobsmacked. People were like, yeah, Scott Hall, I, I'm Latinx or whatever the correct term is. We, you know, we're from a different side of the world. Excuse me for that one. It was like, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, he was Latino. That's fine. You know, it's like, yeah, there's a white guy from whatever. It was like, yeah, no, he's one of us. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. There was nothing. There was no, none of that fucking social media bullshit about cultural appropriation, which was very cool. But he was Tony Montana. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Um, ah, the coolest guy ever, I think. Uh, a friend of mine is a massive Razor Ramon fan. He doesn't watch wrestling anymore, but he will watch Razor Ramon do anything. You know, it's like, I can send him a video. Razor Ramon did this. It was, oh, man, so good. The coolest fucking guy. Man, the childhood dies. The childhood dies. Mm-hmm. Ah, more and more over the next few years as well. So I'll come yeah. to that age for yeah, us. Yeah, feels it. Feels it's coming. And Toxian is because he transitioned as like guys. That's why people loved it. Yeah. yeah. And he went, oh, the Fuji's ECW entrance. Oh, yeah. so Amazing. good. <laughs> and it wasn't even televised because he got fired from WCW and he couldn't, because of his contract, he couldn't appear on national TV. So there's a dark match. I think it was actually just a house show, actually. 
and he did three house shows or three matches on house shows, whatever it was. Just the Fuji song hits and he walks out the, and the place goes fucking insane. Good times. And apparently Nation Hall as the Outsiders in Japan in 2003 or 2004 or something like that. That was their entrance team in Japan. Just come out to that. And post WCW, post, post uh, WWE NWO. That's what they were coming out. 2004. There you go. Mm. Ah, different times, boys. Yep. There we go. We, we've we've uh, bleeded our hearts there for Scott Hall. So, yeah, that sucks. That was, that was a tough one to take. Cool. Anyways, Led Wrestling know. Podcast 239. I'm Steve. We've been talking for 20 minutes, but uh, I'm Steve. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Nikki Fitzingardo. How are we? Sure. We're not great, I'd say. I'd say we're not great. No, not, not the best. I think we're all still sick from last weekend. Mm-hmm. I hear you have the Sky Aids. Confirmed, no. No. Social media no. speculation is that you all have this have the COVID. No. 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 Because we don't believe in COVID. We all have not COVID. Yeah. Is it because you don't believe in COVID? COVID is gone, Steve. Get over it. And you think yeah. it's and you think it's, it's a gone. mainstream media fabrication? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make COVID happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's the story? You're all just a bit sick. What's the, what's the crack? Yeah, just yeah. For me, anyway, sore throat, like cold leaf symptoms and whatnot. So you know, and a cough, as you can hear. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it does kind of the, the less severe COVID symptoms, but testing negative all week. So it seems like it's just a fluy. COVID. Yeah, it's it funny how you immediately go to COVID when you just have the flu. You just yeah. have a cold, like you know. It's, it's, pa- Paddy had the Rona only a couple of weeks ago, and he's sick again. So there's no way he got it this soon. So oh, he's indestructible right now. He's indestructible. Mm-hmm. Indestructible. Fact, he's just sick as us, like, so, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. So, yeah. No, there, oh, well. there were a lot of people who I've seen. There were not a lot. There have been a couple of people I've seen posting that they have tested positive since the old OTT show last weekend. Obviously, through mm. no fault of OTT. No, it's 2,000 uh, people They've everything like. by the books. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's 2,000 people in the stadium. Unfortunately, there's going to be a couple of cases. But from what I've seen, from the couple of faces I've recognized, they seem to be kind of sat across from us. So... I haven't seen anybody from near hour where we were sitting that tested positive. That I've it's seen, so. it's six days later. You want to test a positive by now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're all good. You're all good. Yeah. You just need to shake whatever the hell we do have. But uh, Shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm, all right, Taylor. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I worked in retail for a long time, okay? There's a lot of song lyrics stuck in this head that I don't really understand. I just deal with it. Look, all I know um, is if that th- song was coming out, I would be throwing shapes. I meant to bring that up, the one, two, three kid. That was the one, two, three was brought in. And he was, he was there. He was enhancement. He was, people were squashing him. And I was like, hey, how about he beats me? Incredible. And the, the story, the fucking, the Dudley boy story. Have you heard this one? About no. Scott Hall being backstage and meeting the Dudley boys? No. Oh, beautiful. Okay. It was in Jericho's book. Um, probably so, read it at some point then. <laughs> There you go. You probably, yeah, it's probably kind of washed over here or whatever. Um, so Jericho's backstage. Yeah, there you go. And talks to spoil the punchline, but that's fine. Um, so uh, Scott Hall lands in late and Jericho's talking to the Dudleys and was like, hey, I really like that 3D. It's a really good finisher. Can't wait to kick out of it and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. Absolute fucking shithousery. Like. Or the other famous one, the Warlord, who is, uh, 
he's having some protein shakes backstage, you know, back in the day, there's a lot of protein shakes in the locker room, you know, oh, yeah, just of course, candy yeah. for the boys, you know? Um, so <laughs> he asked Scott Hall to inject him in the butt and, uh, and he couldn't, the needle would not go in. And he's like, well, bro, I think you're full. <laughs> good times good times uh, ah there's your man yeah 3mb <laughs> uh, the fella at the everton game who tied his neck around or tied himself by the neck via a zip tie cable tie to the post in the everton game what was the crack anti-oil or what the, what the was oil. going on yeah one of those tree huggers you know yeah, it's right. the Extinction Rebellion crowd that got fucking arrested last year for uh, blocking the motorway outside of London. Right. On all the the, well, you, you said it happened in the Liverpool and Arsenal game on the other someone, night. Someone Thursday tried night. to, but they Thursday got night. caught. They got caught jumping the advertising horde to try and get onto the pitch because there's a bit of a it's, gap. Yeah, but there's a picture of a fella tied to the post by his hands. He his cable ties around his hands at the post. So I'm oh, imagining it happened at half time. Yeah, yeah, no, oh. there's a picture there. Yeah, yeah. He got on the pitch. Um, oh, well, then the, the, the one I saw was the lad he was getting carried away, but I didn't think that actually managed to get him onto the pitch. There was no well, delay or anything. I just I saw the I saw some of the stewards and shit carrying him away. Uh, and yes, deliverance that is an oil based plastic zip tie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, shocking, shocking. I, how fucking dangerous! Is it? Look at the dude's neck there. Yeah, like he could have died. And, uh, for context, died. for he context, sword died with a sword. For context, yeah. for people that can see it, that fucker is 21. He has had a hard life. <laughs> he is 21. He looks like John Lennon after an acid binge. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, and yeah, um, 100% uh, J-Dog with the shout out. Uh, looks like the new, the riddle. new riddle. He 100% <laughs> looks like him. It's, Oh, man. He's great. I loved. I actually really loved the new Riddler. I think that was so oh, weird. The, the, gimp, the gimp mask was weird, but it was yeah. amazing. I think we're going to head there Monday night, so don't spoil me yet. No, I'll, I'll spoil nothing, but it is very, very good. It's very different, I, and it's quite I'm long, it's but you'll brutal. enjoy it. It is. Yeah, lovely. So it's comic book Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, clearly nice. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, uh, we'll go to the yeah, the fancy one with the big seats, yeah, oh, and yeah. the less COVID, the I less people, less COVID. I just, went, I just went to the eye and I was the only person in the screen on Wednesday. Nice. Motherfucker. That's the dream. Literally nice. walked in. I, like, I, I booked a ticket in advance because I was like, okay, if anyone finishes early, they might try to go before the long weekend or whatever. So I booked my ticket for like, what, four o'clock or five o'clock on, four o'clock, I think, on uh, Wednesday evening. So like, you know, as I said, just in case anyone had a half day and wanted to go down or if any of the schools were finishing or whatever, it's like, fuck it, I'll, I'll book my ticket just so I can skip queues. Walked in, not a fucking soul in the cinema except for the people nice. working there. Um, like, like nobody queued for Saul anything. Six. Yeah, not a, not, a, not a soul, like ghost town. Yeah. Thing is, I, I used to finish at, sorry. So I was going to say, the eye is now the worst cinema in Galway, though, so, which is the Holy complete shit. change of what it used to be compared to. Yeah. They, they've, done, they've done up the IMC and Omniplex is obviously fucking amazing yeah i is the worst set about galway technically now yeah but wow. it's all it's also like a 20 minute walk from me gaff so like mm -hmm. yeah well the the imc is around the corner from me so that's usually where we go yeah. but yeah. um we're gonna I, we get kira got some voucher from work for the the fancy cinema in salt hill nice. it's so i'll go there it's the like i once i went there once i like every other set about it just feels wrong mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we, when when I worked with you guys, we talked about the season pass thing they had, where you could yeah. just like spend a certain I, I had month that and just go to whatever. Yeah, it was the yeah. Best. 
There you go. I'll, uh, I'll the funny thing, I'll tell you my experience from watching the Batman on Monday night. No. So I went into uh, the local establishment here and who touched you? Who touched you? Seat. No one touched me, sadly, because you know mm-hmm. who doesn't like getting touched. But uh, two knickknack paddywhacks decided to come in and sit across the aisle from me, and were on their phone the entire show, playing uh, videos and. Uh, uh, and obviously, you can't say shit to them, or you'll probably get murdered. So you know, why would you spend extra going to look through a screen and all that jazz? And you're just there playing videos on your phone of bare knuckle boxing, like so. Good luck to you. Uh, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, all. So, it. which cinema was this? Was this in T Town or the place beginning with C? Uh, Clonmel. Yeah, I've been in that cinema once and uh, did not have a great experience. Um, uh, Fitz had that situation, and then Nicky had someone uh, projectile vomiting in the back of his yeah. cinema when he was at Batman. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the cinema to myself. So I think I've got it right for myself. <laughs> yeah, God has definitely won in this. It's it's rare, it's rare that I win at anything in life. So I'm going to fucking take this dub. I, I'm getting this framed. They'll Gordon won at something. It's 18th of March 2022. Why does that event not start? There we go. Jesus. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. So uh, anything else going on in life? What anything else happening? Yeah, uh, last weekend was was mucho's fun. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. yes. Tell tales. Hell of fun. Um. So, did you, did probably you feel the reason. Safe? Well, uh, to be honest with you, I I didn't feel safe. That was mainly because I was sitting next to Gordo. But you know, <laughs> wow, he's he is around handsy. the yeah, Gordo exactly. was very handsy. But probably the main reason we're we're all kind of sick this weekend is, um, we got there at about four o'clock. Oh yeah, dropping our stuff at the hotel. Said, right, we'll go to the pub just down the road and watch the rugby match there because, you know, everyone on the AWP is a huge fan of the Ruggers, including Steve. <laughs> uh, walked in the door and you could barely move. The place was fucking jointed. So we're like, oh, okay, let's just get out of here and go across the road to the other pub. Walked in there, plenty of space, but they were only doing table service because, you know, Dublin posh wankers. So they were like, but there's space at the bar. Can we stand there? No, sorry. So, is there anywhere else where we can go? Meh, don't know. Just pop across the road if you want to try that. Not well, a real pub in my eyes. Hell. Not a real pub oh, in my eyes. Oh, wouldn't be going back there in a hurry. So, we're no. like, well, what do we do now? We've got like two hours to kill before the, the gates open for the show anyway. So, let's either go back and sit in the car or we'll find another pub to watch the rugby in. So, we walked probably maybe quarter mile, half mile down the road in torrential rain and found a pub and we're like, grand, we'll watch the, the rugby and football here. Lovely pub. Couple of yeah. tasty pints with uh, the boys. Pat Browns, I believe. Lovely pub, would recommend. Yes, shout out to them. So to put, me in, put, put me in situ. You went to the two pubs on the corner of the junction from the National Stadium there, and neither one yeah. was any good. Uh, exactly. To be fair, the, the usual one is just busy, but it was a, it's, a normally, it's normally a rugby pub, so right. it's kind yeah, of to right. be expected. Like, we went there the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the next day, okay. Right, oh okay. yeah, no problem with them. That's a great pub, but it was just too full. Right. Because um, we never gone to the pub the other side of the road because it looked like it was full of wankers. I can't confirm. Yeah, that's a Texas size. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. 10 4, good buddy. Yeah. Uh, so we enjoyed the sports balls, and then we we're like, Grand, let's rock up and enjoy the wrestling. Torrential rain the whole way up and back. So that was probably at least a half mile up the road. Then turned the corner up to uh, to the National Stadium. And then we just are sitting in our wet clothes for the evening, and Gordo sitting on a wet hoodie. All I, evening, yeah. So. I am. Um, I. Out of habit, out of instinct, put my umbrella in my pocket of my hoodie, put the hoodie on the chair, 
uh, with the umbrella to the back. But whatever way I moved the chair afterwards, the umbrella ended up underneath me. So I was literally sitting on a fucking wet umbrella for the first half of the show. So uh, did it feel good though? Um, I, you know, I've, I've, it's it's a familiar feeling, which is probably why I didn't feel it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've I've been paying for it all week because uh, I am fucking dying with whatever this Those toast cheeks. is. The cheeks were loosened, Gordo. It is the cheeks. The cheeks are just pride, man. They're fucking pride. It was moist. Soggy bottom. Um, <laughs> like like a like a bad cake. Soggy bottom. <laughs> pieces of your arse were falling away like pieces of a wet cake. Good stuff. Um, um, wrestling was good. Um, some good entertainment there. Uh, can we get to brass way- tacks? Rather than we go to results, how many pints did you lose to dives? We didn't, um, they, I'm the Nick only was one very got good. any points. I'm the only one who got any points. And, and I you was managed very careful. Very well. The t- one mm. time Charlie started getting close to me, I hid my point behind Paddy. But the Kings are not there to, to destroy your points. They hate points. Their faces, oh, no, you're, you're thinking of Charlie Sterling. No, no, no. Kings of the North literally spilled three points. Oh, no, their faces. Their face there now. Yeah, their faces. Oh, they don't now. spill points anymore. Okay. No, no that's right. For, for, for now. For now. For now. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. I spent five euro to have someone bashed in the face with my pint and I never got my money back you know I'm just saying I've got <laughs> heat got your money's worth. North. I got my money's worth I got to see someone smash in the face with a pint that was fun <laughs> I was still like oh shit I need to go back to the bar again yeah I was you the only one drank at the show matches in the stands anyway sorry yeah. yeah rest of the guys didn't drink at the show I was the only one drank at the show in my defense I was, I was driving, driving. Hmm. but not that day you were staying in Dublin no no you yeah, drove back to the show Ah, that was a poor decision. A couple of pintines at the hotel when we got back, though. Yeah, ah, lovely, lovely. I've been, and I've been kind of dealing with health shit the last couple of weeks. So I've kind of been up and down on me drinking. So uh, I had a couple bef- had a couple before, and I had a couple when we got back to the hotel. But I didn't drink during the show. Because of your butthole. Uh, because because because, and because, of, and because of the butthole and other ailments. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very good, very good. Uh, Angel Cruz made his surprise return to Hell one of, of the loudest pops ever. Big, oh, yeah. Huge. Uh, the four-way and the five-ways were definitely the matches of the night. Uh, Swerve came out to Ain't Nobody, so that was a nice. great pop until everyone started the, the course early, early again. Bit of premature. Bit premature. Yeah. Um, I was Swerve's match. How's, how's he looking? Oh, he's money. Like, he is a star in every sense of the word. Nice. I, 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 he's, maybe I'm he's biased. Something. Because no, he's I've got something. For There's something about Swerve. He's... Yeah. He's top. He top has the presence. Yeah. And like the, there's a lot of things. Yes. Like, there's so many things you can criticize people for, you know, talent, look, appearance, gear, moveset. You can't really fault him on any of them. No, he's got everything. The only thing he doesn't have a size, you know, to be a top guy like a, a Roman Reigns or like a Kenny Omega style thing. I know Kenny's smaller, but, you know, he doesn't have the big size. That's probably the only thing. But like he's... Mm. He's savage. He'll get away with that in AEW though, because there's not many giants there. Yep. No. Yeah. If Adam Cole can main event stuff, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, I suppose I mean traditionally. When we're talking about yeah. six foot seven Scott Hall who never won a world title. You know yeah. that kind of way. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like um, and for a swerve, like he's not the bulkiest, but he is like six foot or six foot one. Like yeah. legit. Yeah. Six one, like so. Oh no, he's, I, he's I don't mean this in up. any negative way. I just, oh, I, I, just I was just saying yeah, yeah. that's the only thing maybe I could see. But yeah, the dude is fucking money. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor Mark Haskins got concussed in the main event, though. Um, what main event? 
uh, the, the Darkman event, sorry, I should say. <laughs> the Lights Out match. <laughs> lights out match. <laughs> um, very, very weird reaction for Jordan okay. Devlin on his return. Can we can we set the scene? I'm, I'm sorry to jump across to you again. I, I apologize, mm. but set the scene. What, what was the crack here with this main event? So the, 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 the televised main event was RVD and Scotty Davis, which got a boisterous return, you know, RVD is super over. Scotty is super over as well, to be fair. A couple of maybe boos for him, but nothing major at all, to be fair. Um, and then they go straight into the ma- next match. Didn't announce that the cameras were turning off. They still recorded it. Um, and as soon as Devlin's music hit, there was an audible boo. Um, few oh. people left, to be fair. There was some seats opening up, freeing up. And it was probably about 20 to 11 at night or half 10 at night at that stage. So it was late enough. Uh, but the the reaction wasn't great for him. Um, the reaction wasn't great for Mark Haskins, who, despite being heel, usually has, gets a good reaction, mainly for the, the accompaniment that brings him to the ring, but even Vicky wasn't there this weekend. So the championship was, title. Yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was, that was another thing, but obviously you've got a, a heel champion versus uh, a baby-faced local hero that has potentially done things to upset a lot of people uh, Mm -hmm. allegedly so it it was a weird one because no one really wanted to cheer for either of them it's also no Um, build as well for the story so it's kind of literally like yeah it was weird and it was gordo pointed out that um he saw some blood on haskins head after a devlin dive and it looked like haskins might hit his head off a chair on the outside or off the ground or something like that but straight away like he popped up wrestled in the rest of the match you wouldn't notice by his movements or his actions that there was anything wrong with him but he can't even remember finishing that match or the rest of the night very very weird yeah i talked to nick quinn about it this week um i was just saying hey how was ott whatever and he goes yeah the lads probably talked to you about it and i was like oh we actually haven't talked about it um i said how was the 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 non-main event main event what, what was the crack there and he was like yeah the place was dead very weird atmosphere people didn't know what to do and what to say mm-hmm. It was, it was, what can you do? I, 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 how do you feel? Should they have booked him? I have no problem. Did they kill the show? Did it leave a bad taste in the mouth? I wouldn't say that's a bad taste in the mouth. It just, it was very, it was noticeable that it was Mm. a weird atmosphere for that match. It was always going to be for the first time he was back. Uh, He did get on the mic after the match and effectively thank everyone and, praised the Irish wrestling and the locker room coming up so it was a very send the crowd home happy baby face speech after the match even that got a a lukewarm reaction I'd say at best so you know the first one back was always going to take the heat so to speak wink wink but uh, they gave that I think to Scotty though didn't they but he's been back for a little while how has how have Scotty Davis's reactions been I'd say he's over the worst of it I think he's one of the guys now. Now there's still going to be the odd people on Twitter, you know, what Twitter's like that will never go back to OTT while anyone yeah. with any sort of allegation is featured on the show, regardless of guilt or innocence. So it's 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 a tough one from that point of view, but it's just time. The more he appears, the less loud it'll be and the more mm-hmm. he'll get over again. But it, I, I don't know if he's gonna have Devlin back though. I don't know that might have been a one and done for him now at this point, unless NXT UK completely falls through. Awesome. So, what is the um, what is the actual excuse for not taping the match? 
I assume it's they didn't say, but I assume it's because of his NXT UK contract. I'd imagine. Mm. Yeah, right. couldn't have him. Couldn't have him lose. But but he he's been in NXT UK, and he's done OTT shows before. So is it is it literally just Joe being like, I'm not putting this on the OTT network? You know, <laughs> is that is that it's what it possibly. is? But there's also the fact of like, has he been in OTT since he had his Cruiserweight title run? Uh, well, OTT was gone for exactly. you know, a year and a half. Exactly, and that's where I think. And that's but he was OTT world there. champion while being on NXT UK. Yeah, but I, I, I think the difference now is like you've seen with NXT, they've brought over a kid, um, yeah. much to the careful bemu- now, much to the amusement of some of the other people uh, that were expecting a kid to show up, um, but. Yeah, he, you know, they've, they've brought over A-Kid, Devlin has done the Cruiserweight title and he's made his appearances on normal NXT now. They clearly see something in him that they trusted him enough to have the Cruiserweight title in the first place, so maybe they're going to use him again at some point. So it may just be a case of, you know, the goalposts have kind of shifted slightly into how much they can use him since he's appeared on normal NXT, we'll say. Yeah, like he's um, definitely on more than a lot of those people in NXT UK are, so he's talking. Yeah more highly off there so yeah. I'd imagine there's more restrictions on his contract and what he can yeah. and can't do and, and, and specifically this is a match that he lost and we everyone knew he was going to lose coming into it so it's not yeah. one, if that's part of the deal as well you can't have him lose and obviously probably another part of it is that you can't make any money based on having him on your show like like likes a video on the man and stuff like that I can see this match going up free on YouTube at some point yeah but that, yeah I totally agree with you and that makes a lot of sense and it's it's one of those things where it's like, but they used to do this, you know. It it's it's wild. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he. he, he assuming, I think he also. I think he also signed a new deal in the last couple of years since COVID started okay. as well, because a lot of the NXT UK deals came up over the last couple of years, yeah. over the last year or so. A lot of the original deals would have come due, and they would have been renewing guys. So maybe it's something new. Yeah, I think maybe. following on from Gordo's point. It's possible that he renegotiated or did something with his contract when he had that main NXT run in January 2020. Um, what was that crossover pay-per-view they had? Where uh, he was collide. Collide. We yeah, are so the best of all the world. Shut your filthy <laughs> form out. Just saying, cracking, cracking match. That oh, fucking yeah, four-way. Yeah. Um, it feels different since Travis Banks is in it. But, uh, hey. Oh, hey, yo. Oh, yeah, very hey. good match. Very, very good match. Oh, hey. Ooh. Uh, Big E. Moving along uh, swiftly. Big E. That was heartbreaking. Poor fucker. Man. Probably the nicest guy Heart in cold. any professional wrestling roster. That one uh. sucked. So what did, did he do? fractured did his, his C7 save and him? C2. C1 and C3, wasn't it? The really bad one. I remember C1, C1 because that C1 was like the real one. bad one. Yeah. Mm. Well, he um, didn't break anything and he has full movements of all of extremities. So, you know, saving grace. And depending on how these heal, I assume he'll be able to make a recovery and return so. to the ring at some stage. Yeah, I hope so, because some of the, the doctors were talking about it going, yeah, you should never take a bump again after that. Yeah, but most doctors say that after any injury. True. And wrestlers are idiots. We know this. Yeah. Remember when Triple H was supposed to come back from the first quad injury? <laughs> and then he tore another one. <laughs> uh, oh, you hate to see it to anyone, but Big E, man. It's just a, mm. a, a Labrador of a man. Like, the worst just, thing is we were live on Twitch 
when it happened. Yeah. And yeah. it sucked. The Like, to anyone who was on the stream, you can probably tell at the time, as soon as that happened, it kind of took the wind out of our sails completely, sucked the air out of what was going on. We just... Yeah, we were making fun of Butch at the time, and then it was like, oh, no. Yeah. This, got, this got actually really bad. <laughs> you know, yeah, not all the change Pete Dunn's name bad. Yeah, it was... Oh. Uh, yeah, that, that whole match was cursed in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to joke about the butch stuff which we all know it's fucking terrible at least they've said it's only a nickname as what they know him as so there's a chance for him to go back they yeah, let him yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a chat with Terry Tatcher this week about that actually I put the tweet up saying uh, like he's wearing a belt and suspenders I'm like who is the real hero here how loose are these pants and he quote tweeted I was like a belt and suspenders who would do that <laughs> he's still in your bit he's still in your bit Terry uh, <laughs> he did that he Who didn't even give him. He didn't even give him credit for it on Twitter. Look <laughs> at um, his little hat with his top knot. I I uh, say so. Obviously, went over uh, since we're on the the butch thing. Um, NXT UK people seem to be just getting renamed. So let's renamed. see what what that A kid's going to end up as. Devlin, if he comes over, will end up being because let's say we got A-Kid. Butch, we got Dewdrop, we got um, or the fuck we're calling Walter now. Gunther. Jim. Seems to be just NXT UK people. Not a Gunther in my book. A kid will just get renamed to El Nino because then they can be like, he's El Spanish. Nino. Get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then like, I, I, I mean, call him to the jokes, <laughs> jokes write themselves about A kid in NXT. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, what else? <sighs> like, actually, if you Hopefully he heals up. I, like, I'm, I'm worried that he may not come back i'm worried because he, he's a multi-millionaire he, he, do, he doesn't need to come back in terms of in the ring he does yeah. not need to come back he's made his money i'm just hoping he will come back i'm hoping I so. reckon he will he'll try, you, do, I, you, he'll try yeah. do you bring him back as essentially your hot tag specialist insofar as Hopefully. the only bumps he's going to take is can he take can he take a, a bit of a slap back can he take yeah. a bit of a flap back out of giving someone the big ending at the end of a match does he become xavier woods on the outside if he can't wrestle again yeah, you know, it, it's a real possibility. People aren't talking I mean, about it. He's, it's a he's genuine the attraction. Like, have, yeah. have him in as the attraction. As I said, he gets a hot tag at the end of a six-man match, cleans house. The only bump he's going to take essentially is the flat back off, giving someone the big ending at the end. Yeah, or give him a different well, finish. That's a, that's a bad injury. It's a real bad injury. Yeah. Well, look. Yeah. Either way, he's going to be set for life anyway because he's yeah. such a nice guy and he's he's so personable that even off screen or in a talking smack or a, a backstage segment or oh, a backstage find role. Something for him. Oh, yeah. He, he's got a job for life there, regardless of yeah. what happens. Um, and he's got he six hope- or seven years worth of Budio's money. He's good. <laughs> he is, yeah, he I, has made the amount of money those three lads have made off New Day is insane. Yeah. Also, so, even if you look at it outside, I've even been involved on any of the shows when it comes to like, you know, to get him involved on the PC, when it comes to character, charisma. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he has the history in powerlifting to a point where he can help out with the coaching of that aspect of it for some of the bigger guys as well. And work working as a big man, he's always been very good at it. Yeah, you know, so he's he's got a he's got a career there if he wants to. So yeah, it sucks. Yeah. though. it fucking sucks. Sucks. Hopefully, he's okay. But yeah. A great guy, a great fucking guy. Ah, <sighs> what other miserable if, shit happened this week? WWE Two K got released. Oh, uh, tell the title. I have my headphones on. I'll be listening, but I do need to tinkle, so I'll be right um, back. First, well, I'd say first impressions. I've played quite a bit of it at this stage. I'm actually quite enjoying it. 
Um, mm. It's it still feels like kind of what I hinted at last week uh, from kind of some of the reviews I had. There are certain game modes that aren't quite as fleshed out as they should have been and it does feel like there's certain things where they were like okay this is broken or this is causing crashes let's just remove it from the game entirely uh like custom entrances and stuff like that they sort of kind of yanked certain things out of the game that people are used to having in there and it kind of affects it negatively in some ways but the actual gameplay is quite solid um the visually is fantastic um hair is still a bit of an issue in certain cutscenes and certain little bits of clipping but you kind of come to expect that from games from those games at this point um like belts clipping through shirts and shit like that oh, but yeah, yeah. you know it's 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 not the end of the world um i've only played like a couple of hours of the my rise career mode thing and it's it's quite good so far so yeah i'm enjoying it hmm. yeah uh, i'll probably pick it up at some point maybe um and i'm not running out i've got a million games i need to play right now so it's not yeah. on my list of ones i want to play but yeah i had had a couple of vouchers and shit so i said while it was there fucking i may as well pick it up i had the week off so it gave me something to do um yeah, would would recommend. Um, is, is how the career mode is it work? Like, I'd love to know if you play through it and let me know if it's any good. Because I'll pick it up if it's half price or something. Because local toy store will have this for half price on certain holidays. So, I've I've played through. As I said I've played a couple of hours of it. I'm, I'm I'm working my way through NXT at the moment. It's you can kind of select your own storylines of what you're going through, and you have different areas. Like it basically brings you to a hub for each match or each storyline, and then you go in and you mm. select. You know, Untitled Toy Story. <laughs> you'll see five or six, you'll see four or five different people in each area and you can select which one and they'll tell you like, I don't know, such and such a tournament to start and, uh, for a shot at such and such a title. Do you want to go into it? And then they'll have a storyline based off of that. So you might go on and win the whole thing and win the tournament and win the title or you might go a couple of matches into it and then somebody attacks you and then it turns out that your match at TakeOver or whatever is going to be against that person or something like that. So it's, it's, it's a couple of different storylines to it. But you can kind of select your own things as you go along. You can choose between mm-hmm. short ones and longer ones. Uh, you'll generally be able to tell that based on what the rewards are. So you'll get like more fans or more upgrade points for longer ones. Um, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. overall impression, early impression so far is, well, it has a couple of downsides. Um Quite good. Really enjoying it. That season was sounds like. Remember, there was one of the SmackDown versus Raw games, or one of the SmackDown games back in the day, where basically the, the whole storyline was one month. And yeah, there was yeah. multiple different options and how you could play yeah. out that month. Yeah, uh, that was nice. just bringing. I think it was kept very, very mm. short. But yeah, it was. It's kind of like that, but elongated. Uh, mm. And there's a lot of different kind of small story arcs and stuff that you can split off on it. Uh, like I've I've done around about probably ten or fifteen different story arcs. Now some of them are literally just one match. Uh, I shared a funny one last night. What was it? Uh, Cameron. Uh, someone wanted you to beat the shit out of Cameron Grimes uh, because he on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, he they basically they said something negative about one of his matches, and ever since he's been even one star reviews on their podcast. Um, <laughs> Did you see the thing with Dana Brooke meeting you in a pub? That kind of oh. went went wrestling Twitter viral. So you meet Dana Brooke in a pub, and Dana Brooke and Bobby Lashley are a couple on screen uh, in the storyline. So Dana Brooke is trying to make it a power trio. And so it very much oh, came across okay. as hey, <laughs> me and my girlfriend spotted you from across the bar. We we like your vibe, you know. And it very much sounded like Dana Brooke was trying to get you into a threesome with Bobby Lashley. Is what I could tell. <laughs> uh, SRS is something about AEW's game of the story mode. Yeah, um, this is a story mode. Let's see what happens. 
Mm. Don't know much about it yet. But yeah, if it's if it's like No Mercy, that game is gonna fuck. So good times. Um, still playing Sifu, boys. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's a great game. I started a new save last night. Starting from scratch we, as the girl. We need an intervention for you or something. <laughs> Maybe. I started as Lady Sifu now and I'm kicking a lot of people's asses. Because uh, I was like, can I start this game fresh and see how good I am with, um, with none of my moves, none of my unlockables, all that shit. Man, I beat the shit out of a lot of people. Don't need any of this. It's such a good game. Weekly Sifu segment, yes. Yes, we'll have a Sifu segment every week until they release DLC. <laughs> Um, else, Steve is ready for Elden Ring I don't know if I'm ready for Elden Ring I, I, I accept that you have called me a coward and I understand your, your insistence on Elden Ring but it's just not my style I don't like games like that the setting is not good I just don't like that setting oh the Sifu no, the Sifu mod the Sifu mod Steve oh, that's oh. like 50 Agent Smiths and one Neil that's fucking amazing <laughs> I must start getting some downloads of uh, those mods play through the game as Batman or uh, a Teletubby. Uh, the Lad from Among <laughs> Us is another one. Yeah, it's good times. Um, I believe there was wrestling on television this week. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, we don't want to talk about that. Don't talk um, about that. What else can we talk do, about? Actually, the, uh, uh, did anyone listen to Regal on Talk as Jericho yet? No, no. not yet. I'm back, I'm back at work next Monday, so that's Monday sorted. I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw a quote going around that in 2018, Regal was told that he had only 24 hours to live. Or he believed it, you know, in 24 hours. So I don't know the context of that story, but I really want to listen back to find out what happened. Jordan, you're in there. Um, Tell us tales. You said you listened happened? to it. Pipe them in if anyone wants to listen to it and we'll talk about them. The man had a hard life. Uh, he mm. did not live well. Uh, fired a couple of times. Yeah. 24 hours to live. That's fucking wild. Actually, in 2018, <sighs> when he would have been an on-screen character in NXT. Yeah. Yeah, Which one of the one really of the weird. cornerstones of the show. Just wild. It's a crazy um, series of events. Okay, so we'll have to listen to it and maybe explain it next week. Maybe. Yeah, two other things there. Um, Kenny Omega injury update. Uh, Davy Meltzer has confirmed that he is recovering from a knee surgery at the minute, which is expecting to take approximately ten weeks uh, up to the end of this month, and then he has to go undergo another surgery for a hernia which will have a two-month recovery, so he's out until at least June. Yeah, you land on your, your neck for 10 years in Japan, you're going to have these issues, I suppose. Yeah, it's like he's probably going to be off-screen for anything up to nine months, ten months, so mm. hopefully when he comes back, he'll be fully healthy, which yeah. is a scary prospect of 100% Kenny Omega and what he's willing to do with himself. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and who knows cool. he'll be in the company at that stage. <laughs> True. Um, I've also posted in there an excerpt from Jeff Hardy. He was on the podcast with John Alba today, where he did a reveal all of what happened with his time in WWE. So if you want to read it out there, because my voice is crackling, or if anyone else wants to do it. Where did you put it? In uh, the uh, notes stock. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'll have to pull up the notes stock here. Give me a sec. It's okay, pull away. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> where are we? We'll talk about and notifications. Oh, 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 yeah. The the cheese drive the watch raw. Two thirty nine notes. Okie dokie. It's waiting for it to load. There we go. <clears throat> Jeff Hardy on the John Oliver podcast. Um, 
The last glimmer, glimmer of hope was Survivor Series, which was really good. It came down to me and Seth Rollins. I was killing it. Almost one in the crowd was so behind me. I felt like one of the most popular baby faces in WWE because the crowd was so with me. Then there was other times where I felt like a ghost roaming the halls like, why am I even here? I don't feel important. Kept doing my deal where I would show up and do whatever they wanted to do. I've never, uh, I've never been a politicker, so I don't go out of my way to try and get a certain spot or achieve a certain status. That night, uh, Edinburgh, Texas, I finished my heat. I took the heat and I said, I'm ready to go. Went over the rail, disappeared into the crowd. Naturally, they think I took something like drugs or whatever, but I didn't. If it was that bad, I should have never went out there. That's the way I see it. I thought, just another unpredictable thing I can do and just get away with it. It was more serious than that. Again, it was one of the smartest things I've ever done because everything worked out so perfectly, mainly because my first day in AEW felt valuable from the first time. The, uh, the care and love I was shown, I got chills thinking about it. In WWE, I felt like they just wanted to get, keep me there to sell action figures. I put so much love and joy into painting my face when I, was, when I, come, when I, when I see it come out and immortalize an action figure, I'm like, that's why I do this, it's so cool. That's one thing I'm super excited about in AEW, my first action figure with face paint. So, yeah. Jeff Hardy, a It was a work all along. It was all a work. It's all a work. <laughs> so, so, so he, he says WWE wanted to keep him around to sell action figures, and the thing he's looking yeah. forward to in AW is the first That's time he gets an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> that, part. that makes no sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, the hot tag, Jeff Hardy. We talked about it. Jeff Hardy is the biggest star in the company. Is I can he tell though? you all these. I think he is. There's no bigger name though? in that company than Jeff Hardy. Like, Jericho is arguable. Sting is arguable. Jeff Hardy is a cultural phenomenon. Like this is something we could easily spend two hours talking about because yeah. timing, context, uh, notoriety, household name. There's so many different aspects you could look at it through, or different lenses you could look at it through. In That's terms fight. of you know being an in-ring performer right here, right now, he's probably oh, past not. it. Oh yeah, he's yeah, definitely nowhere yeah. near than that. Well, they all are. All three of them are. But when it comes, it comes to name, like if, if yeah. you go to any random person on the street, we'll say a casual that doesn't know anything about wrestling, you say Jeff Hardy, they'll know who you're talking about. You know who you're talking about. Mm. I think Sting, they'll have an idea. I, I think Sting is. Oh, you mean the guy from the police? That. Yeah, that's the problem. Jericho, they'll probably know, but Jeff Hardy, people know Jeff Hardy. It, it was just a a thing. Um, I don't know. I think right now I'd be. I'd give the edge to probably Daniel Bryan slash Bryan Danielson. Nah, I think dude, in no. 2022, no he's the no best way, wrestler dude. in the world right now, but he's not. Yeah, the he's most nowhere known. known he, person no he's way, not, not yeah. even close. Mm. Not Again, even I'm close. Look, I'm talking about just you know what they can deliver to the company right now. But value to the com- value to the company, yes, Jeff isn't the highest around like that. I'd say it'd be between no, da- Danielson, Punk, and MJF right now. That's the point I'm making. It's it, yeah. you okay. can look at this from different perspectives, and you can come up with different answers. I'm but as, as an overall name value, name value. I don't think yeah, there's anyone he's, bigger than Jeff Hardy. Definitely up there, and it, you'd be hard to argue against. Yeah. I think you can make a case for Jericho and Sting, and that's it. Uh, I'd give a and shout it, to Punk as well. Mm, Been maybe. around a long time, has a bit of Main Street buzz around him as well. The UFC Controversial stuff. figure. Yeah. Maybe. I can throw in Punk if you want. I won't argue against that. So you got four guys there, and I, I think more people, if you polled people on the street, more people would know Jeff Hardy. That's the... It's, it's wild. And you see how over he was in that match. It's fucking insane. Like anyone who was a, a fan great signing. Journey. The Attitude Era will know Jeff Hardy's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards. they grew up 
if you grew up watching that, you grew up, you grew up into the uh, ruthless aggression where he was world champion. You know that this is he he's a big deal. He's a big big deal. And the Hardy Boys are synonymous with wrestling. You know, for people our age, so it's just it's huge. It's a huge huge signing. And you know, their theme music were all the ads. So you know, yeah, yeah there you go. My sister could name anyone who was on. Probably couldn't name anyone on the current WWE roster with the exception of maybe Orton because yeah. he's been around that long. For context, the reason that she would only, the only reason she would know that he existed was because around about the time he debuted, she was still watching wrestling because of the Hardys. There you go. It's, Jeff Hardy is massive. People are yeah. not given the respect to that name that it deserves. Yeah. Everybody knows Jeff Hardy. He's. I don't want to say like a Hulk Hogan. He's obviously not a Hulk Hogan, but he's he's a massive name. You could The Rock and Jeff Hardy, Steve Austin, The Undertaker, Triple H. You can put Jeff Hardy in with those names. There you have it. I've said it. Controversial. Mm. Mm. I think you're overselling it there. Don't man. know if I go that far, I, I, but I don't think I am. I really don't I, think I am. Difference that are in the same thing. You're 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 overselling him. I think that might just be your so. bias towards him, which is perfectly nope. fine. That's your level of enjoyment with him. But uh, I not think objectively, at all. I wouldn't put him into that bracket. I think you would know Jeff Hardy when you mention those names. I don't think he's up there with them. I'm not saying he's he's a Steve Austin. I'm saying he's up there with those names. You would know Jeff Hardy if you knew The Rock or Steve Austin, that kind of thing, if you were watching at that mm. time. Jeff Hardy was outside the top four or five guys in terms of overness in the but company. By that logic, you'd also know Al Snow. Uh, no. No, you wouldn't, Fitz, because Al, <laughs> Al Snow was not in all the TLC matches as the main character in all those TLC <laughs> matches. The difference with the shout there, he's on the Kurt Angle level. That's probably about as... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's, yeah Kurt Angle above him. So I, I literally said he was just below these people. He's in the next tier below those guys. He was, he was the, the uh, most exciting match outside of the main event of Austin Rock. You know, that kind that's of way. The, that's the... Back, that was during the actual year, and that sort of thing, though. Like, you didn't need to be a main eventer to be someone that no. everyone widely knew nowadays you do but back you then do now, they didn't. yeah no uh these people every, everyone was over but jeff was uh was up there i think he's a huge signing for them for uh notoriety i think he will <laughs> you say these words i think he might be a game changer <laughs> anyway he's anyway. Al- he's already gotten two of the untitled sports game streamers that i know and that i don't watch many but out of like four or five, I watched two of them have asked me where they can watch AEW in the last couple of weeks because they knew he was there. He's getting pe- he's getting boys. more laps fans back. He is. I'm telling you. One of them only people, people one are willing to admit. Yeah, one of them literally only DM'd me on Twitter last night. He's like, hey, you were saying there was like, there was places where I could totally get tapes of these, weren't you? I was like, <laughs> yes. Uh, and he hasn't watched wrestling since the Attitude Era. And tail end of the Attitude Era, kind of into the start, would say, of the Hardys and all that stuff. So probably since remember uh, Invasion, probably would be remember when he finished up and he's now back watching again. Apparently, though, that uh, non-CM Punk locker room is filling up very quickly. <laughs> uh, well, we know one person that won't be in it anytime soon. Oh. Hey-o. Oh. Mr. Janella. Oh, Joey's oh. gone. Yeah. Uh, where did you get that where was the source Gordo uh, what's the source of that story source uh, Denise Salcedo uh, sorry I want to make sure I want to make sure that uh, we don't get uh, called Gordo, out for not crediting time, the source the next time you break news like that make sure to put her name in it as well at the same time 
Denise Salcedo, the Denise Salcedo show on Wednesday, the 16th of <laughs> March, 2022. How's that? Otherwise, you're just stealing her work order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally yeah, be careful work. with that chick. I'm going to talk about news. You need to credit every bit of news you heard. I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, the first place I spotted it on Twitter wasn't in anything related to her. It was just from someone else tweeting it. So uh, and that's why she was thick. Yeah. <laughs> and the irony is that the person who tweeted it got more likes than her original tweet. Yeah, yep. that's yeah. that's why she was upset. It is what it is. People are weird. Uh, so Janela's gone. Um, and he also said in it that, that yeah, they basically just cut contact with him completely, and the same with Marco Stunt, which is. Mm. Not well, Janela has practice, but and Chavo Guerrero, same thing. They just yeah. stopped talking. Well, Chavo never had a contract. There was a difference there. Mm. Whereas Janela is still on the roster deals. page. Like, uh, well, yeah, that might have just bad housekeeping. If you want to hear a story about one of the people you mentioned, talk to our good friend. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. We have a good friend who has the uh, the background. The in, on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. he's going to listen to this and kill me. But you know what you're talking about, and you know who to contact if you want the background on that. Or uh, a good hat. If you want, uh, if you want to get this whole story, you know who to talk to. I'll put it that way. Um, we could never discuss such things. No. Uh, uh, the Janela yeah. one has a bit of heat, though, because apparently he injured Eddie Kingston, Eddie. fractured his orbital bone, and got a lot of heat backstage for that. And apparently there were multiple other instances where he worked uh, dangerous. And as a result, that's why they took him off TV. But they're letting him run out his contract to the end of April, so he's still getting paid. Uh, so it's not a, it's not a. I wouldn't say there's heat on the company for that. Otherwise, they could have cut him and saved a few pound. But you know, if someone's not safe in the ring, or if people are complaining about his work, then it's only fair to have him off TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah still doing spring break this year too. So yeah, he's so one of the people is, where it's like he's on the lower tier of the wrestlers, where like definitely on a cut list. But he's the one that you kind of put through going ah it's Joey Janela he's a bit of a an outlaw you know he's kind of wild yeah. he'd do a hardcore match he's probably someone I possibly would have kept around yeah um, he's someone that if you, if you were if you're bringing someone in you want him to be seen as a madman you put him in there for 15 minutes in a hardcore yeah. match with Janela and he you know does the business and yeah. like he was given a fairly prominent feature in the company early on like he had matches with what Kenny Omega and the likes so age he I think and this might sound very harsh to say but I don't want it to, to to be as harsh as it is but I think he'll only have himself to blame for not getting over more. You know, he was given all the opportunities in the world and the fact that he's had his contract run out and not renewed, I think is on him. He, it took him two years as a TV wrestler to get in shape. That didn't help either. And, and look, yeah. n- none of us are, are fucking bodybuilders, but like, Working on you know, it's a thing <laughs> from fits clearly. Um, oh, yeah. But that yeah. it's, you know, you're on, you're on TNT, you know, it, it's, don't come out with man boobs, you know that it's look at the fucking transformation some of the lads have had in that time. Look at yeah. what's the name, uh, Jericho, Ken. lads. Jericho, Ken looks in a few months. unbelievable. Yeah, well, he does a lot of cocaine. In fairness to him, yeah. But look he at look at, Preston, look at Preston. Look at Preston. I'd say allegedly he debuted to now. I'd say allegedly, but that's literally his character. It's on literally his character. Yeah, table weed. He like he likes his table weed. Jericho looks fucking incredible again mm-hmm. this week. I want to know what he's on. And where cocaine? I can get it. Cocaine. If that's cocaine, give me some cocaine. Cocaine. Um, ale- it is Jericho. Yeah, boys. It is Jericho. <laughs> um, he looks great, in fairness to him. Even his face, he lost all the, the fat in his face. He's, 
He's, he's shredded. Looks fantastic. Fair play to him. Good for Jericho. Um, I enjoyed the promo. A lot of people probably didn't. Uh, the sports entertainer promo. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I thought it was good too. That was really good. I, I love the angle they're going with it, especially when ah. you had Daniel Garcia, arguably that was brilliant. the newest up-and-coming professional wrestler of olden times. And he is a pure Dean Malenko, very little personality, I'm very good wrestler, sports yeah. entertainer. You know, that, that's a, uh, you know, this really moron. Yeah this, yeah, this is pure Mick Foley and ECW when he turned heel to yeah. job. Where yeah. it's like, you know, you know exactly what these people hate. Yeah. So, and you go right for it. That's a great comparison. I like that. God damn you, ECW. Um, yeah, it was a really good promo. Really good. Uh, Daddy Magic. What a name. Daddy Magic. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh, so yeah. uh, in Inner Circle 2.0. Yeah, Daddy Magic, Matt Menard, and Cool Hand Ange, Angelo Parker. Daddy Magic, possibly the greatest name in the history of professional wrestling. Discuss. <laughs> I was struggling uh, to take a lot great of crack. 2.0 are good crack. They're, they're very fun. And they're guys that can eat losses for you and still be yeah. over because they're very fun. Well, look, Jericho got a phone call from his friend Kevin asking for these two guys to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> If he goes um, heel, he'll lose. He'll have to lose Judas. I think they're going to get rid of Judas because yeah, they don't deserve it. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they don't deserve the Jericho Appreciation yeah. Society. Do, do a distorted version of it to a point where fans can't sing along to it and have it distorted differently every week. So if people try to sing along <laughs> to it, it's But have it different every week because if you have it the same for too long, people will fucking yeah. get the timing again. So they're going to have to keep distorting it every week so nobody can ever sing along to it. Or if they do, it's going to sound so fucking awful that they're going to stop. have a random Japanese person rap over it. It'll be great. It works perfect. <laughs> yeah, um, have it speed actually, up in random places every week. Like it's, it's, it seemed like you're getting to the chorus and then have it speed up 15 seconds randomly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> but at different times every week, it speeds up. Uh, Jordan shared something from uh, an online forum during the week. Actually, I'll read it out because it makes a lot of sense when you look at the Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society um, as a whole. It goes and I read, uh, when the promotion is the baby face and the fans like the majority of the performers on the show, heat is hard to come by. ECW was great at weaponizing what the fans hate into heat magnet characters. Don Callis playing a network executive trying to censor ECW. WWE being the heels at one night stand. With Ugly these boys acts, telling you your sister sucks cock. <laughs> exactly. Uh, with these acts, the fans were given an outlet to be as territorial and as tribalism as they wanted while getting out all their frustrations. The Jericho Appreciation Society is the latest example in this model. WWE will always be the bad guys to AEW fans, so it makes perfect sense for Chris Jericho to lean fully into his roots and accentuate all the WWE buzzwords and ideologies for heat. It's hilarious and well-generated vitriol every time. Daniel Garcia, a wrestler whose presentation and performance style up to this point is completely antithetical to anything resembling a sports entertainer, calling himself one is one kind of great irony and dynamic that historically has transformational effects on the trajectory of one's career and broadens their repertoire as a performer. The block-headed 2.0 member is literally a miniature 80s WWF heel, this entire thing works as an idea. <laughs> the last he does look like time. a job guy in the eighties, doesn't he? You know, Daddy Magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's true, and it, it, I, anyone who doesn't like this, I just think doesn't get basic heel face 
uh, attitudes. Daniel Garcia saying, I am a sports entertainer too. Brilliant. Mm. Because he is the least sports entertainer, sports entertainer <laughs> exactly. that ever existed. Look at him there. He's Taz. He's just a, he's a he's skinny fat Taz. You know, if, Hook, if Hook wasn't around, he is in Team Taz yeah. as oh, the exactly. next Taz. Yeah. I want, um, I want uh, Daniel Garcia to come out to his next match with as much pomp and circumstance and flair and pomples as the Young Bucks do. Just oh, to get, get that some, message across. Get some uh, augmented Ask reality Big dogs on the screen. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> the, the, oh, like la- yeah. lasers all over the crowd. Was it? Comes out and one of Jericho's light up jackets. Oh, big dog is red dead. How can you do it? Let's see. What can I use? Oh. Just just put everything red. Just all his matches red. should be in red. All, re- all, all red, 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 everything. All red, everything. That's the one. All red, everything. Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Um, uh, Jericho has to start calling it the AEW universe. He has to. It'd be fucking oh, hilarious. Fans. No, no, no. The AEW universe. The AW universe. They're spilling, oh. and he should do it on commentary. They're spilling outside into the AW universe. Daniel <laughs> <laughs> Garcia is rolling. <laughs> As dynamite rolls on. Um, oh, Rory. Rory's here. Rory. Uh, Rory watched Raw this week for the first uh, time in years. Uh, he tried. He, 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 he tried. Had thoughts. He had thoughts. <laughs> Rory, uh, give us a one-liner on your thoughts on Raw this week because it, uh, it was very funny reading your DMs. He was like, "What the <laughs> fuck are they doing? Why is everything so terrible?" <laughs> uh, he didn't do it a full sentence. Shit. He had two words: dog, dog shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's uh, the matches are good, but uh, Kevin Owens this week spent was it thirteen minutes in the ring waiting for something uh, to happen? Uh, yeah, thirteen and a half minutes waiting. Mm-hmm. Between him making his entrance and Seth Rollins coming out to start their match. Didn't even so uh, like yell at the camera during break. Like, we watched this like yeah, 20 where, minutes. This, this just happened. This, this literally just, yeah. We're just going to replay this. It just happened. And it got yeah. picked up by somebody in the crowd recording them. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. they do the thing where they have the entrance and then they go to ad break. And then they come back from an ad break and they do the backstage segment. They possibly do another backstage segment. Uh, it was two break. segments. Come back. Yeah, yeah. ad break, come back, Rollins' entrance. Uh, three or four minutes of a match, someone does a dive, Raw rolls on. Ad break. And that's the live how they do experience things. for a televised oh. WWE product is the worst thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, it's real bad. I literally went and got a pizza in Dallas. There was a pizza hut outside our gate, and I went and got a pizza before they were doing. Do you remember Charlotte was being presented the unified women's title or whatever the fuck? Or the, oh, the, the yeah. women's title instead of yeah. the Divas belt? Went and got a pizza. And by the time I came back, they were just cooking, cutting back to TV. <sighs> Man. And then on AEW side, everything is like 900 miles an hour and you can't take anything in. There has yeah. to be like a, a nice middle ground there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how's, how's Impact's pacing going these days? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe Impact is brilliant. Maybe it's the best of both. Oh, I don't want, I didn't want to finish that sentence. Didn't want, I didn't want to finish the sentence. I nearly did. Uh, go down, Mr. Yeah, C. The best the oh, there. Don't lead. How was the pizza? The pizza was very nice. It was very nice, CM. It was very nice. Uh, pizza Hut. I think it's nice pizza. A lot of yeah, people pizza, don't, yeah, but I enjoyed good. it. I like pizza. I liked it. I liked it. Don't mess with the hut. Mm-hmm. I, I will not mess with the hut. Um, so yeah, Jericho does things. Um, what else was going on? We talked about Jeff Hardy. Um, what else happened? World yeah, got shafted. The MJF. Yeah. Mm. Thoughts? Was the, I think that, that's what It was happen. unfortunate, but I think they booked themselves into a hole. And this was probably their best way out of it. Not saying it was good. 
But when you put the title immediately on Scorpio Sky like they did last week, you couldn't take it off him again straight away. That just would have been burying of unnecessary proportions. Whereas they'd guaranteed Wardlow a match. So it was a classic WWE fashion where they booked both guys into a match where neither of them can really afford to lose. So they took the lesser of two evils, which was fucking Wardlow out of it. For the story, I think you were right weeks ago when you said the CM Punk MJF story was not CM Punk MJF. It was MJF Wardlow. That was the story absolutely. all along. Yeah, and it makes sense because, well, for a multitude of reasons, Punk isn't there right now to be the guy on the roster. His job right now is to elevate people around him, and he's done that since he's come in with um, Darby Allen, even with Sting to, in the tag match to a degree, FTR, uh, MJF, and now Wardlow. This is all building up to when Wardlow inevitably beats the seven shades of shit out of MJF, which I assume yeah. they might drag out to double or nothing at this stage. And I'm okay yeah, with that. That's the pay-per-view match. That, oh, yeah. That's clearly that's where they're going now, yeah. Has to be. Now, you could possibly at that stage have a title on MJF. He could possibly win the TNT title from Scorpio Sky before Wardlow, and Wardlow wins a TNT title from him at the pay-per-view. I'd be okay with that. But that's where mm. they're going with it, I think. Yeah, I think that's, that's their definitely best way, it. The best way they could have booked this right was have Wardlow win, win the ladder match as he did, but just don't put the stipulation that he needs to have his match on Soon. this dynamite. Yeah. Then you could have easily carried this out another little while, have Scorpius guy have a, a nice little title reign, Wardlow have his match win the title, and then go into the program with MGF. Yeah. They kind of shot themselves in the foot with that one. Well, I think um, Cody beating Hangman, I think, is still the best way. That, that that would have been amazing. And then you come back to MJF and Hangman, but too late. Or MJF and yeah. uh, Cody, but too saying? late for that. You had Cody, your chance. Cody. You had your Cody's chance. working everybody. Mm-hmm. Listen, I just sit around the pool sometimes. I just sit around the pool with Gordo and we talk, we talk, we talk shop, you know? Gordo, what are they doing with, Cor- with Cody Rhodes? What's the plan here? Can you, can you give us some information a la Dave Meltzer? Can you wildly speculate? Look, as per my source says. Oh, oh, oh sources. Oh. Um, it's all the work. Sauce. Sauce. Sauces. Sauces. Yeah, sauces. Oh. yeah my sauces. Oh. My sauces say it's literally written in like curry in front of me. Um, so yeah, do, you think, do you think he's definitely going, not going, or you don't know, or all three? <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've heard from one person William that he might go, but at the same time, there's a chance that he might come back. But uh, he also might go and, uh, you know, pursue other opportunities outside of wrestling. Um, you know? I have some exclusive news. You know, we have, a, we have a couple of sources that we don't really talk about all that much. A couple of people. And all jokes aside, we have a couple of people that know things. I can exclusively report. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what's going on. So just please don't look. As Sean Ross Sapp says on his podcast, aggregators, please don't quote me on this. I'm not sure where Cody Rhodes is going. Not sure yet. Official. That's official. Uh, yeah, but don't quote me on it. If you do, if you do quote us on it, make sure you, uh, make sure you reference us properly yeah. and give yeah, us credit. I give a hat tip back to the AW pod. Yeah. yeah. AW pod. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> not, not sure, Nick. Not, not sure. sure. Oh, not sure. I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't commit right. enough to I don't know. I'm just wildly speculating and I'm telling you that I'm not sure what's going to happen. Inconclusive. In- <laughs> there we go. <laughs> TBD. So, put it out there that we don't know what's happening. Look, in the magic- keep saying these things on podcasts and we're going to get, we're, look, ink is going to be printed. 
We're not sure yet. Mm-hmm. Look, the magic hey, ball is telling me ask again later. <laughs> ask. Oh, interesting. Well, that's that's close enough to a story. Stop so, burning well, your sources, Gordo. You know, if, if, if people want to... <laughs> so our sources all along was a magic eight ball. <laughs> if people want to... If people want a further update, I'm sure they can find one over on twitch.tv forward slash the AWP both Friday and Saturday Ooh, night this week. I like that, I like that. And you can only uh, you can only get the sources if you've pressed the follow button. Yeah. Just FYI. Yeah. yeah. I'll have a further update later tonight at 11pm on Twitch playing Fall Guys. <laughs> I, I'll upgrade um, it to I don't know holy shit are you going to have early wrestling on the pod on the stream this week oh yeah we'll, we'll oh, uh, yeah. if you if you, uh, you want to have fun with us later tonight we're going to play I assume we'll play Fall Guys we'll do a bit of squads win some crowns and we'll uh, we'll commentate through Smackdown and Rampage tonight uh, so. Rampage, Rampage is before Smackdown this week as well isn't it it's on a half it? 11 it's wildly afterwards because of Rampage tomorrow? Wildness, isn't it yeah Rampage tomorrow yeah yeah, Rampage is Rampage at 11.30 tonight, tonight Eastern Time. 11. Wow. So that's half Ooh. four in the morning Irish time. Oh, three in the morning Irish time. For, sorry, for some reason I thought it was earlier tonight. Ah, oh, fuck. Twitter is going to be fun when they draw 100,000 people. And it was like, Rampage is dead. Close the company. Tony Khan has ruined it. La, 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 la. That's going to be fun. Look yeah, forward thanks. to that. Um, Did you Tony, share something there? Uh, yeah, John Moxley has responded to Will Ospreay and has agreed to fight in Chicago. New Japan at the April 16th show, Windy Ooh. City Riot. Yes, please. Uh, oh, Will Osprey John Moxie is going to hump. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I'm tell guessing me, Osprey is going to be around WrestleMania weekend then, if he's in if he's in Dallas in April. I, in, in the country in April, I should say. Maybe he hangs around for two weeks before then. Does a couple of shows. Doing New Japan Cup in Japan at the minute, so it depends when that finishes uh, and run ends up. Um. <gasps> I have a How source update. Just a quick update. <laughs> I, I don't want to cut across your John Moxley story, but I have a quick update. I've heard from a source that possibly Cody is going back to AEW, but Pharaoh oh. and Brandy are going to WWE. Now, I Deal. don't know. I don't mm. know any of this is true. I'm just saying it on into a microphone on the internet. Speculation would hint. <laughs> uh, I on Discord once. Um, <laughs> what the absolute fuck? Alberto Del Rio reportedly signs deal with UFC for oh, commentary. What? Oh, it's like Spanish commentary or something. Now, this this does have a source. According to Lucha Libre Online, Alberto Del Rio will provide Spanish commentary for UFC. The former WWE superstar is set to make his debut at March 19th event in London. Uh, That's the show tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night. Uh, the report says the deal is currently short term. However, there's interest on both sides to become a long term partnership. What remember, the fuck? He is as innocent as Deshaun Watson is. Uh, CM puts a thing in there. Villa Park, Illinois. There's a place called Villa Park in Chicago. <laughs> you know really how funny that is to people who watch the Premier League all their lives. <laughs> what, what's Villa Park? Is is it a baseball stadium? What is it? That's hilarious. Tell us tales. Um. Same place ECW um, and Impact. It's a suburb. Oh, okay. So it's just like a, an area of the town or of the city. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Philip Park. That's amazing. Um, How many people watched Raw this week expecting to see Cody? A lot of people, I'd say. A lot. Uh, I did. 1.7 million. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I um, really thought Cody was going to be on Raw this week. I really, really thought he would be. 
Did you hear but, the loud chants when Seth Rollins was doing his backstage segment? Yeah. He's going to be there too. So clearly they're doing Rollins and Punk. Uh, Rollins and Punk. Rollins and Cody. That's clearly what's going on. Yes, I'd imagine so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when? Like, they've literally, it's two weeks to Mania. Open, they're going to do an open challenge on the At night. Mania? Cody shows up on the night, yeah. I think that's the best way to go. Like, there's no point doing it on the go-home show. Well, he has no clear path to WrestleMania right now, Fitz. You know? I, I, heard, no I, heard, I heard that this, again, is from a source. Oh. Our source says uh, that apparently part of the reason that Cody hasn't shown up yet is because there's a stall in the negotiations because Vince wants him to admit that there is only that wrestling does only have one royal family. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. That is incredible stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm guessing they do. Like, I mean, they're doing this story across all shows right now. No clear path to WrestleMania. No clear path to stand and deliver all this shit. Be in the crowd um, as a fan, like Cena was that yeah, time. Yeah, that yeah. was good shit, though. Yeah, it was funny. Um, I think that's what they're going to do. Rollins is going to have come out and have a match. Oh, like, is Veer Cody's heavy? Huh. Veer is Cody's replacement if he didn't uh, sign that contract. Yeah, <laughs> imagine they did this open challenge at WrestleMania and the whole crowd are Veer. Cody. Veer has come, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. He's here. He's finally come. <laughs> Oh my god. Imagine the collective ejaculation when Veer comes though. <laughs> like, my be god. white stuff flying for days. Um yeah, well, I'm guessing Cody's locked in for WrestleMania because they wouldn't have left Rollins hanging like this. Unless they they've always got the option of throwing Rollins into the Intercontinental title match with Balor and Priest, I guess. That's always the backup. You can't have Seth Rollins not on WrestleMania, though. It makes not no Seth sense. Rollins. US title. Sorry, US title. Um, yeah, because the Intercontinental title is Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville, if I'm understanding that correctly. No, Ricochet is the title holder right now. I, I don't watch SmackDown anymore. I, you tell me things when we're watching, when we're playing Fall Guys, and I that's how I keep up with SmackDown. Here we go. Cool. Ricochet is the champion. Is he going to have a match on WrestleMania? Who knows? Probably not. Undercard. I was just gonna, sure. gonna put the title back on Sami Zayn before WrestleMania, because that's what I expect to happen. Well, Ricochet defeated him in his rematch last week, so that means shit. That's the thing. The, He'll have at least uh, four more rematches before WrestleMania yeah, in two I'm weeks. Yeah. I mean there's a there's dental plan. <laughs> that's fantastic. Lisa needs braces. Um cool. Cool, cool, cool. Anything else? Oh, the uh, the women's match, the cage match. I should change. Divided a, opinion. Divided opinion? Really? The ending with the the no selling and such. People were people were were hot about it. I did it. not see anything. They they did the thing with the chairs, and then she got back up and hit a super kick, and then she got power bombed through tax, and then she went outside and hit her with a chair. She never sold any of the, the stuff at the end. That was what people were crying about. Ah, uh, people will always find something to cry about. It was better than the yeah. Sammy Guevara match. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. A lot of things uh, are better than Sammy uh, Guevara matches. Uh, I thought this match lived up to the expectation that was put on it by their match last year um, in similar circumstances. It was way better than the pay-per-view match. Let's. Oh yeah, oh yeah, million like, better than the pay-per-view that, that match. That pay-per-view yeah. match was a dud. Um, this was a huge, huge step up. 
Um, I was worried about the gap between the cage and the ring. It did not seem safe. It was or oddly is that just like, me. It's it was a weird. I know they had a smaller ring for the show. Like, was that a mistake or something? Because this this cage looked like it would fit a normal ring, not mm. this tiny or smaller ring that had was up against the cage on one side only. Maybe they were worried yeah. about an OTT cage situation. Oh mm. God! <laughs> it it looked I'm a bit like worried. a Hell in a Cell situation. It was so close to the, the ropes and everything. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, like it was wild. The, the side opposite hard cam, the yeah. cage was up against the ring. But on the other three <laughs> sides, there was about a meter meter of space each side. So it's it was strange. And yeah, like it, just, com- coming up the steps on the outside, you had to like step over a gap to get into the ring. Even it was weird. Mm. Such an odd setup. Yeah, did, sure they have a ring, did they have a ring for cage matches then that is smaller? Is that because it was definitely a smaller ring? Because I saw Fitz the next day mention it in WhatsApp or Discord, I can't remember. It was definitely a smaller ring oh, from what, what I mean, saw. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, but the match was good itself. It had, to be fair, an extremes rules match like that, it's kind of hard to get it wrong because all you need to do is do extreme stunts. You know, you got the tacks, the chairs. You mean like the extreme rules match we had at AW this weekend that featured wood chair? <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good. Obviously, hometown hero Tundra Rose got a, a savage reaction when she came out and also when she won. It was good for her. Um, and I think we would all agree that the best wrestler overall in the company is now the head of the women's division. Yep. He was definitely happy by this. Until Athena shows up. Rip Baker's terrible, lads. You're not seeing it. She's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I can see aspects of what you're talking about. And even the, the lack of selling in this match, I can, I can see where you're coming from with it. It depends on who she's working with, what the match is supposed to be, and where they're going with it. I think she's still relatively green in those circumstances. But in terms of actually carrying a match performing moves she's light years ahead of most of them so oh, sure yeah no I, i'm being a dick for comedic reasons but um the i she's a great character and yes. i am very much on the side of i don't care how good you are in the ring most of the times if you're a good character and you're compelling tv i don't give a shit how good you are in the ring so i'm only being a dick for being a dick that's all the areas that she's lacking in right now are only going to get better with experience sure Whereas a lot of people who might be the best technical wrestler or be able to have the best batch bell to bell will always struggle with the aspects that Britt Baker is fantastic at. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. you know, totally agree. If Dean Malenko had charisma, he'd be a multi-time world champ. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like Hulk Hogan, not a great worker. Made millions and millions and millions yeah. of dollars. You imagine, you imagine would say Hogan's charisma with, as I said, Malenko's ability. Yeah. And look, There's we all a... know the greatest thing about Hulk Hogan is the fact that he had a bigger penis than Terry Vallea. <laughs> Did we ever have to... What are your sources telling us about the penis situation with Terry and Hulk? Outlook not so good. <laughs> <laughs> Ask again later. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm just being a dick for funny reasons. Bird Baker's fine, obviously. Um, but yeah, Thunder Rosa is the way to go. Definitely. Uh, let's see what they do. Do you do, I'm guessing you go to Rosa and Deep now? Rosa, Athena, please. Rosa, Athena, yeah, please. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I know, I Athena, Athena's, Athena's going to 
Yeah, she's for still Jade. against Jade, 100%. She's yeah. What's the crack with Ember Moon Athena? Why is she not in the company yet, of all the people they signed? What's going I mean, on there? Have they signed her? I don't know. Not officially. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Why. I'm she's doing a few indie shows at the minute. And she has the Twitter beef with Jade. I think it's yeah. literally it's just a timing issue. Because the women aren't heavily featured on the show. Typically a max of two storylines running at any one time. I think they're just waiting for the right time to bring her in. But uh, that's, that's, that's a what? problem they can easily fix. But God. I, like, mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh, there's, an eight, there's an eight ball bot we can add into Discord deliverance. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that a, a, its own role and call it the source. <laughs> <laughs> it is decided. See, look, uh, look at Sobbles over there. Hey, you in the bushes with his own role. He convinced me to do this when we were drunk in a pub. And here we have it. It's stuck there forever. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, good times. Rosa is the world champ. Um, what else? Anything else going on? Oh, um, the little tease, the little teasing it out there that FTR are going to get Bret Hart as their manager. Mm. This isn't mm. the first time either. No, um, this is. Uh, did they did did they let Tully go home? Did Tully's contract run out and they've fired him because it came out of nowhere. They just said like, "Hey, Tully, go home." It's kind Blast. of they're they're doing a lot of things with the Pinnacle. Obviously, the Pinnacle is dead now because yeah. Wardlow's left. The FTR tag team has, has kind of advocated their role as well with uh, Tully Blanchard. So it's it's weird. But like, if you can imagine Bret Hart on the road weekly with these guys, oh my God, the likes of Daniel Garcia being trained by Brian Danielson and being mentored by Bret Hart. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, Bret, Bret Ringside would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he can drag him out of his house though. That was, that was the whole yeah, problem. Well, there was two problems with Jim Cornette. They want they literally on the podcast asked Jim Cornette to go on the road with them when they were going to AEW. Two problems there. Jim Cornette doesn't want to leave his house. Second, he's not going to be welcome in AEW. Tony is fine with him, apparently. Tony has he said, listen, that's all on his side. There's nothing but love from our side, from me at least. But a lot of the wrestlers, he can't have Jim Cornette around all these people that he's buried for three years. So Bret Hart would be Can you get Bret Hart out of his house once a week? I think at, at this stage in Brett's life, I think he's just looking for something to do. Mm. Yeah. And then again, you know, they don't I, wrestle every week, do they? They're, FTR aren't there every week. So maybe once every three weeks, maybe it might be, you know. Depending. It could, even be cool. could be just for a six month run or a three month run. It doesn't have to be like permanent full time <laughs> thing. Nick has gone to his sources. Uh, don't count on it, is what we've seen. Oh, controversial. Controversial. Yeah. But yeah, mm. Bret Hart. Yes. Also ties in with um, the Owen tournament starting soon. Mm. So makes sense now, for him to be around for that. That's the interesting thing because that's his wife, or Owen's wife that has put that on, Martha. Mm-hmm. And Brett and Martha do not get along. <laughs> and still don't. So I wonder if Brett is in the company, which they seem to be teasing or we're reading too much into it. Brett's going to be there for the Owen Hart tournament. Martha Hart is going to be there for the Owen Hart tournament, surely, at least one of the nights. What happens there? Is it a CM Punk Cole Cabana situation? Locker rooms, be grand. Yeah, different locker rooms is fine. You got two Bret Hart, uh, you got two Hart locker rooms. It's going to be fine. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Jesus, we just talked absolute shite for two hours there. Good times. Uh, uh, Wheeler, you, you know it was a good one. Att- 
potentially yeah. joining Moxley and Danielson and William yeah. Regal's little thing got as well. Bitch slapped by William Regal. Mm. He slaps him on go- the neck. Right in the I neck. He, William Regal just loves slapping folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is <laughs> he that was his great at commentary, though, as well. Yeah. It's like he slaps oh. you, you're in the group. That's kind of the way he does things. Seems I like be, it. Yeah. What did William Regal call Dan Housen when he came out? Oh, what was it? A wharf or something? Uh, the, 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 demon wave. The, demon, demon wave. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the thing where Regal put on his Regal face when Danhausen was outside. It's very funny. You didn't know what to make of him. Can we just uh, lose Jericho and Ricky Starks from Rampage commentary and give that to William Regal? Please and thank you. Fine. Yes, please. That's fine. Taz and William Regal on commentary. Oh, and, and Masked Man. <laughs> masked Man. Masked man. <laughs> Um, yeah, Ricky Starks is a guy I'd like to see more of as well. It's a shame he's not doing more, but he's got a storyline with Keith Lee. I think, I, I'm wondering how to keep any. I'm wondering how they've been keeping him kind of on a, I suppose for using football terms, a snap count essentially since his neck injury at the time. That they're kind of mm. trying to ease him back into stuff, maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Mm. They said again that his injury could have um, retired an, him from an wrestling. Ender, like yeah, so. yeah. Mm. that was real bad. His, when he broke his neck that time, Jesus Christ! Yeah, so um, it could, be, could be something like that, maybe. Yeah, I did like the part where Yuta fired back and Regal Regal double taked. You know, he kind of looked afraid, kind of thing. And then into frame, Brian and Mox come into frame. Going, you 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 want to throw hands? <laughs> it was very <laughs> cool. It was like, you, you you sure you want to hit William Regal right now? Is that what you want to do here? Very cool. Uh, he told him to go away and prove himself sunshine, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, prove yourself yeah. some more sunshine or whatever. That was yeah. Good shit. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's a shame um, Daniel Garcia is a sports entertainer now and he can't be in the group. But hey, uh, yes. he's a sports entertainer. Yes. Yeah. Well, now he's going to be, the, they're going to do what they did for Sammy Guevara with Daniel Garcia. He'll be yeah. the breakout kind of guy. Yeah. Um, That's it. I think you're right there. Um, the only other thing on Ram or Dynamite this week was. The possible tease of a turn for Chris Statlander. Hmm. Did a video package of her taking off the face pick, taking out the contact lenses. Is she no longer an alien? What are your sources telling you? Uh, She got a gallery papers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have an info. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am very much high on the Chris Statlander hype train. I think she, since she's come back from injury, especially, she's looked extremely good. And again, yep, she sure young. has. <laughs> Definitely looks real good. I'm a big fan of Chris Statlander. Um, her in-ring work is fantastic. And uh, is it in the ranking of talent? <laughs> Never seen a match of hers. I'm just a real big fan. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Cancel that man. Cancel coin in the chat, please. Uh, yeah, anyway. I think she's got a bright future ahead of her, and Steve's bright future is peaking right now. Mm-hmm. Look at this woman. What a wrestler. <laughs> what a wrestler big fan she can boot me any day oh I, I, she can boot me whenever she wants for yep. fuck's sake what she boot you what's that noise the nose. what's that noise just poke someone in the nose what, you get your mind out of the gutter the, no, the noise is just doing a speed review of NXT because I need to get the fuck out of here in five minutes <laughs> ah, no we're good we're good we're good we're done uh, NXT no one cares um, no what one did cares happen? Uh, LA Knight get to the fucking main roster um <laughs> Cora Jade matches, yeah. Cora robbed a couple of title belts. The North American Miz, Miz TV lads. It's not a real, not a real yeah, NXT in my book. 
Uh, you'll be happy. We're getting Tony D versus Champa takeover, Steve. That's true. Uh, you just got. I, I really like this eight ball we've got here. That's quite good. Uh, yeah, the, the censored Gordo ball. I it, love it's it. an eight ball with a Gordette image. I like that. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, the Mysterios just randomly showed up. Yeah, yeah. And then Dominic uh, had a match in NXT where he probably should be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely, uh, he should be there. Yeah, it happened. It was a grand episode, with the exception of it. Just Miz, I don't know. Miss TV, not a real NXT in my book, boys. Not a real NXT. Yeah. It's it's fine. Some of the matches are solid, but yeah, it's. it's we not had a whore off halfway through the show as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whore off. A what? Um, a whore off. They had a whore off. The Aussies had a whore off. Yeah, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parata. Do I need to ask you to set the scene or paint a picture, or is that not really? It's like if um, if you were in like a GAA dance hall. You know, and you see who who can shift their friend the bet the, the best. I don't know how to describe this any more than they assaulted each other in the ring. Yeah, they, oh. they had a match, and then after the match, uh, the significant others came in. Significant others came in, and there was there was shifting and borderline yeah. writing. Let's be honest, it was, uh, <laughs> it was a live sex show. Put it for for the Nickelodeon <laughs> era of NXT. <laughs> Slime all over the place. People are getting slimed. Vera <laughs> <laughs> is going to come and he's going to slime a lot of people. I'm just going to say. Um, where can you go if you want to get slimed? <laughs> people were wanting to get slimed. They could find us doing the sliming on all their favorite podcasting apps. You'll get us on your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever you're listening now, you're going to find us each and every week. Uh, if wherever you're listening does have a like system or a star system, please give us a thumbs up or five stars. It'll really help when it comes to the old search algorithms and help spread our word. Um, also, you can find us over on WrestlingSoup.com with the Wrestling Soup guys themselves and a load of other hey. podcasts. Please make sure to check them out and also subscribe to them over on Patreon. Um, say it every week, top quality content and nothing but love for those guys uh, also shout out to our friends over at Canvas Theory www.canvastheory.com if you use code AWP you'll get 10% off your entire order shipping worldwide I believe with the exception of Russia after we had oh, yes. we, we yes. chatted this on Saturday mm-hmm. um, worldwide he's welcome Russia he's, he's and, welcome and Belarus how about Belarus I think as well yeah I think he's yeah, yeah possibly um, uh, both I can confirm both of those will not be happening yes Cool. Yeah. So yeah, and you can also check us out over on Twitter. It's at the AW Pod. Over there, you'll also find a link to our Discord. We can come join in the live fun where we record each and every week and get the full live experience of us talking shite. Um, you'll also check us over on Twitch most Friday and Saturday nights around about eleven PM Irish time, which is what six PM Eastern or whatever daylight savings fucks that up every year Uh, but yeah Friday and Saturday evenings uh, it's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP please drop a follow and turn on notifications and you will get notified every time we go live and you can also find friend of the show and all around girthy legend deliverance over there as well his is twitch.tv forward slash deliverance 77 so yeah he does have a lot of girth a lot of girth oh actually fuck it Pete Dunn becoming butch Ooh. It broke up a lot, but still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah. Um, so the current champion is Gunter. Walter becoming Gunter. Personally, I think Pete Dunn becoming Butch is worse than Walter becoming Gunter. Ooh. Now, 
the one caveat I'd say is they haven't necessarily confirmed that they've changed his name to Butch yet. It says that's what they know him as or a nickname. Let's see what it says on WWE.com for his roster page. Do, do, do. Walter is still saying he is, but he like there was a, it was a needless change. And Gunther is a terrible, terrible name compared to Walter. Both are bad names. Walter was established. He was, he is still the longest reigning champion in the modern era, right? Nobody's had a longer title reign. Yeah, nobody's had a longer title reign. He's like 700 days or something ridiculous. Okay, he's still listed as Pete Dunn right now on the WWE roster. Ooh. Do we hold off then until next week? Maybe. Wait until they update Maybe hold off. Make, make yeah. it official. We'll hold off till next week until it's official. If people want to find out, they can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv for slash the AWP. <laughs> we'll be live playing some, some Vigi games later and... Uh, You'll find out if we're going to 24-7 this. We might have a live 24-7-ing on Twitch where the soundboard will work properly. Way-o. Good times. way Stupid Discord. Um, yeah, so there is an event. I'll kill this event for now. So that's gone. There is an event right there. Uh, live on Twitch doing stuff is set up. Press interested. I'll uh, copy, copy, copy. Now, they, they still have Broad Breaker with the NXT title on this too, so I don't know how yeah, to right, okay. is, so, you know. Not very up to date. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in watching that, just press the interested button there, live in Discord, anyone there, and you'll get a notification when we're live on Twitch. So, um, usually half 10, 11, usually what we do. But we're finished a bit early today, so it might, we might be on earlier tonight. But hey, press the interested button. Um, hey, Steve, um, yeah. what's that noise? Uh-oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Because there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>